0: Hello everyone. Welcome to the new season of For the Love of Books podcast featuring Indian small press authors with host Arthur Emma Pulova. I would like to thank our sponsors, Doc Shavent and The Lowell Ledger, our hometown newspaper in Lowell, Michigan. Today, I will be chatting with author Mandy Jo about her book, A Stormy Travel Through Time. She will announce the details of her book giveaway at the end of the interview. Mandy Jo is a multi-genre author, including fitness, fantasy, time travel, and historical fiction. Upcoming projects include Mystery and Women's Live. Hello, Mandy Jo. How are you on this lovely hot spring day? Hello, Emma. I am doing fabulous and loving this weather. Oh, me too. I hope it stays this way for the next 10 years. (laughs) Right? We can only hope. We can hope. Okay. What inspired a stormy travel through time? Any particular moment? It's part of it came about due to watching Hallmark time travel Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. and my love of ancestry so okay. I do a lot of research on my family tree. okay And the main character in my book is is based on my great-grandfather whoa how cool all right and I see that you flip easily between genres how do you do that what tips can you give us as authors, readers, listeners, how do we do that? <laughs> I just, I have always enjoyed going back and forth and just, I liken it to my career where I was a contract person and I went and back in the days of uh, temporary secretaries mm-hmm. okay. and you just go from one job to the next okay and you just work with what you got <laughs> <laughs> and you make it sound so easy <laughs> right? okay tell us a little bit about the protagonists heinrich and gustav or gustav what were their plans before the storm hit and where are they traveling from well the book starts in 1903 heinrich and gustav are brothers Heinrich is based on my great-grandfather, and Gustav is my great-uncle. And they were coming to America through Antwerp, Belgium, from Germany. Okay. So they were on the SS Greenland which is where the story starts out at. Okay. And they head out for the Atlantic Ocean, and that's when the storm crops up. And then we get time hops, multiple time hops, multiple time hops. Hmm. Hmm. Can you give us more, or would that give away the plot? Or, um, I try not to give too much away about time hops, but there, each time hop is when a storm crops up. Okay. So there is quite a bit of storms through throughout the story. And they time hop. And the biggest thing is they're trying to get to Saginaw, Michigan. Okay. Which is where they end up. Which is where they ended up in real life. In real life. And so in the story, I hit quite a few places that people will recognize. Michiganders or? Yes. And others and others. I like that. So you used your knowledge of ancestry and mm-hmm. combine some. Is there any historical fiction in there too? Yes, there is. Yes. And that's the part that I'm not giving away. Okay. All right. So let's leave it at that. <laughs> okay. So this is your third book. When and why did you start writing? Um. Well, I started writing because My first book was an answer to all of my walkers that I was training for anything from a half marathon, from 5K up to a full marathon. Mm -hmm. And so my first book was a fitness book that answered all of their same questions every year, but I wrote it in story format. Oh, so you started with a fitness book in a story format. You're an innovator. Yes. Yes. How cool. Because I had read so many training manuals that I know nobody wants to read them. (laughs) Were they boring, right? Exactly. So they needed some spice (laughs) out. Okay. What was the biggest challenge in writing a stormy travel through time? How much research did you have to do? How deep did you have to dig into that all? (laughs) Well, um. Part of it I knew, and part of it I've known off the top of my head because I've done so much research yeah. on my ancestry. But I also went to um, out to Kansas City to the National Archives where my great-grandfather's alien case file is stored. Uh-huh. So it's all the information on him because he was from what was considered... A war, um oh I can't think of the word right now where we were against them in wars. An enemy okay. Country. Oh so, right. he had to check in because he was from Germany or mm-hmm. he'd been in the German army. Oh okay. so I did a lot of research on that. The biggest difficulty was because I've got six time hops, mm-hmm. was making sure that everybody ate appropriately that he came across multiple times. Yes. So there are some of the characters in the book that they will, Heinrich and Gustav will come across more than once. So I had to age them appropriately. (laughs) Age them appropriately. Whoa, I wish you could teach us how to do that. Age appropriately. (laughs) Okay, what was the most gratifying part in writing this book? A stormy travel through time. Oh, just, I guess all of it. To me, when I finally got it finished and all put together and being able to see it, from the beginning to the end and all of the little time hops and just having everything finally come together as one. How long did it take you to put it all together? It took me probably about six, eight months. Six, eight months. Because I started off writing it and then it got put on the back burner, then started again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that makes sense. What was the biggest surprise that came out of this book or no surprises at all? Um, I guess the biggest surprise for me was that one of the places that I asked, I asked three different places if I could use their name, their business names in my book. Uh Uh-huh. Two of the three responded with a yes. The other one totally ghosted me. I Did was the one said no. They didn't respond at all. Oh, they didn't respond at all. <laughs> no. They didn't want but to the be other used two, in the book? The other I yeah, because I had to go back in and rechange the names oh, of, the, yeah. of the businesses. But so at the back of the book, any business that I didn't make up that was a real business because they got permission from to use their name, I put it in the back of the book. Oh, okay. Well, I guess those people just missed out, right? Exactly. The, they never got back to you. advertising, really? <laughs> really. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Well, Mandy Joe, what do you feel you did right? Only you could have done this. No one else could have done it like you. Um, I would say the connection with the characters yeah, because of Heinrich being my great grandfather, even though I didn't know him personally, because he was gone many years before I was, Mm -hmm. um, just having that connection. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nobody else could write it with having that kind of connection. I don't think it would be written the same way. I believe that. Absolutely. What would you have done differently? Hmm. Maybe not. Being that I've read so much of the book out loud, I might not have used so many German words. So many German <laughs> words. I've learned that lesson too. Do not use I'm a like, different no. language. Do not do that. <laughs> it is easy to write and I know what I'm saying when I write it but man, to pronounce it out loud Uh huh. So the section that that I'll read will not have any German in it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's good to know. What (laughs) have you learned about yourself from writing this book? Then I really could put a complex book together because it is so complex with the time hops, keeping everybody aged the right amount of years. Uh-huh. And keeping all of it organized. Yeah. What kind of tools did you use? You mentioned that you're a writing coach and you teach writers how to stay focused using different technology. Can you fill us in on that? What did you use in this case? You had to it, use some kind of technology, right? Oh, yes, I did. Yeah. I <laughs> I used a Google, Google Sheets and I put together a spreadsheet of people and then i had to do the different years and Mm -hmm. how old they were going to be certain years to make sure that everything transpired Mm -hmm. and you know if somebody was married in between i had to make sure and put that in there okay so you had to use technology of course yes Uh, what are some of the takeaways from a stormy travel through time that even through all the storms, really cool stuff can happen and you can mm-hmm. meet really neat people along the yeah. way. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> what about your writing career? Would you do it all over again? How old were you when you started writing? Actually, I have found the mini books at my mom and dad's in their basement. Oh, okay. So I have been writing for many years. For many years? Yeah. Uh, Okay, any regrets? Nope. Do it all over again? Do it all over again, yep. Perfect. What is the most interesting or bizarre thing that has ever happened to you during an in-person author's event or virtual? Sometimes funky stuff happens during virtual events too. Whichever is your preference. I'll leave it up to you. Um, I would say it would be an in-person event. In person. I was at a Christmas vendor event. Christmas craft show. It was at an apartment complex at their clubhouse. Mm-hmm. And one of the other vendors, I was on a lower level. He was up on an upper level comes down, looks at my book. My uh, One of my other books is Amaranth, which is fantasy. Amaranth. And he looked at the cover of Amaranth and said, oh, I would buy that just for the girl on the front cover. Well, can you repeat that for me? I, I couldn't hear that. He, would, he said that he would buy the book just for the girl on the front cover. the cover. Co- <laughs> cover. Well, did he? Did he buy the book? He? he did. It was really weird. He went back upstairs to to his booth and he did not buy a copy. I'm like, okay. wow That wasn't nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so what's next for you in 2023, right? We're in April. What do you have planned out as far as your events? Um, events. I have a whole lot of events going on. I've Just got highlight some of them, some major um, ones. The major ones I've got every month. Well, most months I have a multi-author book signing in Novi, Michigan. Novi. Um, mm-hmm. and then at the end of August we have a writers retreat that's gonna be in Michigan. That is gonna be four days, three nights all-inclusive, tons the fun. Okay, you're breaking away. Uh, can you repeat that? You somehow, something with your microphone. Can you yeah. repeat the retreat? Yes, the retreat is four days, three nights, all-inclusive, which is all the workshops, all the lodging, food, yoga, and mm-hmm. a copy of my spreadsheet. Um, that, I, that I use for writing. That uh, is nice. cool. What is yes, the name that's... of the retreat? What is the name? It's the Story Scribblers Writers Retreat and it's going to be in Clarkston, Michigan at the okay. end of August. All right. And for more details, where should people go if they want more details on the event? On my website there's a link. Okay. And at the MandyJoe.us, we have. I have a link to my writers group, which okay. is w- which is the Creative Scribblers, free yeah. Creative Slingers of Ink, and with that, every I have all of my links for all of my events. Okay, so on our website. Cool. Yep. All right, Mandy Joe, would you like to read to us? Yes, I would. Hopefully we all in German. <laughs> <laughs> Just talk. <laughs> I know nothing of German. I do not speak German. <laughs> I can a few words, but that's about Yeah, it. like, Dankeschön, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I'm going to start in chapter three because, A, Chapter one has a lot of German words in it. Okay. And chapter two has a very significant historical event in it that I okay. don't want to give away. All so right. We're going to start in chapter three. Three. All right. They look around and then at each other. Where are we? asks Gustav. I have no idea. This does not look like a ship. I would say not but at least we're on dry ground and the storm is over. Flying overhead is an airplane. The body of it is white with a red and blue tail. Gustaf points up to it and looks at Heinrich. What's that? I heard that Wilbur and Orville Wright had been working on a flying machine. I don't remember it looking like that though. They stand up and walk on the boardwalk up to the lighthouse. The sun is shining through the white fluffy clouds. Under their feet, the water laps on the rocks, scanning every direction as they walk, looking to see if there's anyone around. Arriving at the lighthouse, they knock, wait a few seconds and try again. Looks like nobody's here. We will have to continue on. Let's follow that path and see where it goes. Continuing on down the snowy path, they see no one. This is beyond strange. How are we the only ones around through stuff? I don't know, but we will just keep walking until we find someone. I'm sure it will happen eventually. Walking along, they see many prints and some strange tracks. I wonder what made those. They, they look bumpy. And go for a long way, Heinrich says. Yeah, I have never seen that before. Continuing along the path, they arrive at a ploughed road. Although it is clear, there are no vehicles, nor people in view in either direction. There is a light snow in the air, and it melts instantly on the asphalt. Which way do we go, Gustav asks. How about we head to the right? It should put us back along the water. They get to the hairpin turn in the road and still see no signs of life. A rabbit hops up from the bush next to them. Hey, a rabbit, Gustav says quietly. Why are you whispering? We are the only ones here. That's true, but I didn't want to scare the rabbit. At least it's some form of life. Yeah, this is strange not to see any people. I wonder where we are. All we know so far is that we were on a boardwalk by a lighthouse and now we are on a road by the water. This looks like the ocean. You can't see any land around it. Walking along the road by the water, they come up to a sign that says Lake Michigan Circle Tour. Oh, it looks like we made it to America and even Michigan. Do you know how close, like, Michigan is to Saginaw, to stuff at? I don't know. I don't think it's real close, because they never mentioned it. So, we'll keep. Let's keep going to see where in Michigan we are. Agreed. I hope Saginaw is not too far away. Plus, we need to figure out what year it is. As the time travelers continue to follow the road, it leads them away from the water. They have a two-story white house in the distance. Picking up their pace, they make their way to its front door. Okay, let's go up to the door and see if anyone is home. Gustav nods in agreement. The pair walk walk up the shoveled driveway and sidewalk. They step onto the front porch, which has been cleared of snow. Einerk knocks on the door. They wait patiently. No one answers. Really? No one home. This is just crazy Goose stuff, well, let's continue on and see where the next house is and if anyone is home. It is quiet with the exception of the waves crashing on the shore behind them. They arrive at a long winding driveway that goes into the trees. Should we go or should we venture back? Yeah, why not? It certainly can't hurt. Let's go. The pair walk down the snowy driveway, making sure to stain the tracks. The tree's clear, and they see a couple of red Chevrolet pickup trucks sitting out front, and all covered in snow. Walking up to the stairs, they knock on the dark wood doors. They wait a few minutes, turn around to walk away. When there's a voice that says How can we help you? Looking all around, they see no one but each other. The voice says, how can we help you? There's a pause, and the voice speaks again. Turn around, come up to the door, face the door, and you'll see the small hole in it. This is a camera. They go to the door and face the small hole. We are lost and don't know where we are. And that's where I'm going to leave it. Perfect. That was great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Can you give us the details of your book giveaway? of A Stormy Travel Through Time. Yes. Um, they can. What I will do is they can email me. I'm going to do a drawing at the end end of this month to have them see who gets the free copy. So oh, they email me at okay. Joe at mandyjoe.us. Okay, one more time. Joe at mandyjoe.us put in the subject line A Stormy Travel Through Time and they'll be entered into the drawing and I will do a drawing at the end of the month on the 30th of April, and they will get an email back from me on um, to send me their mailing address so that I can mail them out right. a copy right. of a stormy Travel stormy. to find. And you are going to be giving away a paperback or? Yes. Okay, so a signed copy of your paperback. Yep, perfect. Parting shots from each one of us. You first, Mandy Jo. You're my guest. Say it in <laughs> English, please. <laughs> I love it. Um, oh, I just—I've had so much fun with my writing. I really, truly really enjoy writing, and I enjoy helping other writers. Yes. And um, so, anybody with any questions about writing can. Shoot me an email, and I will be happy to help them out as much as I can. That is so nice of you. And my parting shots are Write Indie, Buy Indie, and Read Indie. Read your local newspaper for inspiration. Keep your fingers on the keyboard and your butt in the chair. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Goodbye.